Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Gloria Bashara, and I'll be your host. Our verses today are Proverbs 12:27 and 19:24. The lazy do not roast any game, but the diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not even bring it back to his mouth. There are two types of people in the world. Those that make New Year's resolutions and those that think it's an absolute waste of time. The first group are optimists. And the latter group are our realists. What is the point of making unrealistic goals that we all know no one's going to follow through on? You're lucky if you make it to January before you burn out and the real you takes over with the same old habits. Well, friends, I am a true optimist. As the new year rolled in, I made two lists. The first was 20 things I was grateful for in 2020. And the second was 21 goals for 2021. That's right, 21 dreams, goals, and resolutions. And it included a little something for every area of life. You had health and wellness, parenting, marriage, career, etc. Yes, I am that person. Because I just love a good fresh start. I like mornings and Mondays, the start of a new year and the start of a new season. But truth be told, I am a much better starter than I am a finisher. How passionate I am about the start is not an accurate reflection of my ability to follow through. And that is a serious character flaw of mine. I actually recently took a personality test called the Clifton Strengths Finder. It gives you like your top five strengths and it's supposed to help you, especially in your workplace, to be leading from your strengths as opposed to trying to conquer your weaknesses, that sort of thing. And a couple of my strengths include making connections with others quickly, which is A really useful tool, especially considering um, my line of work, which is in ministry, working directly with lots of different kinds of people. But in the description, it mentioned this. Once that connection is made, you are quite happy to wrap it up and move on. Does that like sound like someone with a lot of follow through? And pushing it even further Is that what people, especially people in the church, really need? A quick connection or a long-lasting relationship? As is often the case in life, our biggest strengths can also reveal our biggest weaknesses. So maybe for you, the starting is the hard part. Or maybe you're like me and it's the finishing You can struggle with sloth and laziness and 
procrastination anywhere on that spectrum. So our verses today reveal where sloth can creep in. But we also learn something about those that follow through. In Proverbs 12, it said, The diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. The diligent somehow finds joy and purpose in the process. The time and the effort of the process bring a sense of fulfillment that feeds their soul more than the meal at the end ever could. But at the same time, keeping the end goal in mind also keeps the diligent hyper-focused and motivated. Today's scripture is such an encouragement for anyone that's struggling right now and tempted to give up. Maybe you're tempted daily to rage quit your job because you are just done with your boss or that difficult coworker or constantly feeling underappreciated for what you contribute to the workplace. Maybe you're tempted to give up in your marriage and I by no means attempt to know what your home life looks like. But man, can I relate to the difficulties and isolation that you can feel in marriage. Or maybe you've had your heart set on a goal or a dream and it seems like the goal line just keeps moving further and further back and you're experiencing setback after setback and you're exhausted. God is speaking to all of us today through scripture, and offers some practical tips on persevering and getting through. For the hunter in this scripture example, the end goal is that meat or game that they will be able to provide for their family for an entire season. The why is sustaining and providing for your family so that they live and that they thrive. Knowing your why and holding it tightly can help us get through even the toughest of times. So if you don't know the why behind the area you're struggling in, try and carve out some time to define it. Knowing your why may help you persevere and Hopefully, from that, you can find some joy in the process. Now, a helpful hint here, you may not be a good enough why. Here's what I mean. Take, for example, the goal of getting healthier, whatever that means to you, sleeping more, um, eating better, more exercise, and in general, just a healthier lifestyle. Instead of, I want to get healthier for myself so that I can look and feel better. That might get exhausting a whole lot quicker than reframing it and maybe having a why that extends beyond yourself. You might try, I want to be an active, available, and hands-on grandparent. And that can be your why even if you're single and in your 20s. 
The point is that focusing on the people it would benefit or the opportunities it would create for others is sometimes more motivating than just ourselves alone. But honestly, the most practical tip any believer can ever give a fellow believer is to give it over to the Lord. Don't give up. Give over. And over and over as many times as needed. This is called surrender. Rooted is a 10-week discipleship journey that we go through as a church. And on week four, we talk about surrender. This is fresh in my mind because we're in the middle of our spring rooted session right now. So I actually just revisited this chapter. In talking about surrender, it outlines the importance of giving over versus giving up. When we give over, we recognize that we cannot bring about the change we desire in our own strength. And we surrender to the only one who can. Only God, who is sovereign over all, has the energy, authority, and power needed. Jesus is a closer. He always follows through. He doesn't give up on us, no matter how difficult the journey gets. And when he died on the cross, he said, it is finished. It's why he is called both the author and finisher of our faith. I want to leave us with this encouragement from scripture today. The verse is Romans 8, 30, and it says, And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. He does it all from beginning to end. He finishes what he starts and he has started a good work in you. Let's pray. Jesus, we confess that we lose motivation and we get slothful in certain areas of our life, God. And we even confess that in certain situations, we want to completely give up. In those, Lord, we ask for a heart of surrender, to be open-handed and give over even the hardest, most painful things of our life to you, recognizing that in your good and faithful and loving hands, anything that we face is better surrendered to you. And so we pray for surrendered hearts We pray for motivation, for creativity, for clarity, and for energy to face those big and hard things in our lives, God. We recognize that you are in the details and you are in the thick of our everyday lives. And so we would be mindful to recognize and see how you are working in the bigger picture. Our why, Jesus, is to bring you glory. I pray that we would all be conscious of that every single day. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. 
please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.